0: The following podcast is a Dear Media production. Ugh, I'm not in the mood. Do we have to do this? Yes. Wait, are we recording? Okay, let's go. You're listening to The Ally Colbert Show. Welcome to the Allie Colbert Show. Hi, Jackie. Hi, Allie. Where I'm going to see you tomorrow. I'm flying back to the East Coast tomorrow. I'll be in New York City for a few weeks performing. I'll be at the Comedy Cellar this weekend. Hopefully I'll be at some other clubs next week. I'm still putting in spots. Um, But Jackie and I are catching up before I head back east for our family vacation. We are going to be in Cape Cod for a few days with my sister and Jackie's boyfriend and my parents and our my other girlfriend. sister. We don't have another sister. <laughs> I said ah, my sister. No, you said, I said sister. My, I said my sister and her boyfriend and my other sister and my parents. No, you didn't. Did I really Sorry, forget Sammy. about Sorry, <laughs> Sammy. No, I, to- I thought I I could swear I said Jackie and her boyfriend and my sister. Mm-mm. Okay, well, I-, I totally wouldn't forget about Sammy. But um, Sammy actually has been trying... Desperately to her schedule to uh, align with mine to record an episode and we'll do that this week and uh, that'll come out soon because Sammy's awesome and uh, I think it'll be really fun to hear from her. But Emmy noms have come out this week, which I always think it's fun to to look at the Emmy noms just because I watch so much television. What do you think, Jackie? So I'm so happy that Ted
1: Lasso got nominated because that show just... It's just like a classic feel-good show. I don't know. Do you like the show? Ted Lasso is a classic.
0: Uh, Already, it's a classic. It's a feel-good. I like like Ted Lasso a lot because, yeah, because the notable conflict in the show is basically just like, hey, this guy's in too much of a good mood and that's kind of the central problem. (laughs) And I think that's refreshing as opposed to, you know, our handmade television where the, the main issue is kind of rape and everything else. So... It's nice that the 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 problem is that someone's in someone's too happy. That's good. I like Ted Lasso a lot. I uh, liked I love Pen15. I think that's have you seen Pen15? A few episodes
1: because you have told me about it, which it wasn't for me. I don't know. I know you liked it a lot. And I get that it's kind of your style. But does
0: it not feel nostalgic to you? No. Did you miss like did you miss the screen name like Chatting on AIM with a crush and like... No, I was the on there sounds, for that. Like when your d- crush like leaves the chat, you were there for that? No, you want
1: to know what? we? I think we called it AIM, but I think it was iChat already.
0: It was iChat? Yeah. You didn't have a... No, you did have a screen... You didn't have a screen name where it'd be like, da-da, you got bail. And like a new person would rec- pop up and request to chat you and you would accept them? No. That is terrifying that was like so amazing and you could leave an away message i'm pretty sure i did all of that on iChat i don't know iChat
1: we called it because you guys called it aim
0: i mean and you did you did you have a buddy list with the little yellow guy like the
1: yellow icon yeah i didn't have one of those we were already on iChat but we had a buddy list we had
0: an away message but it wasn't the yellow guy well that was like a really it's really fun how that show plays with all the things that have like and also just like the awkwardness of growing up at that age, and like I think the TikTok teen versus the teen now, where you know the teen now is has double D boobs, they've already had a <laughs> facelift, and then when I was you know in high school, whatever, the same old story. It's just amazing how like how mo- much more mature it looks like kids are these days. Yeah, totally.
1: What about uh, Bridgerton? Bridgerton was nominated for a bunch.
0: Okay, I tried like a hundred times to watch Bridgerton. I saw the first like four episodes. I don't know what was going on. Everyone's like, the sex scenes in Bridgerton, the sex scenes in Bridgerton. I never got to a sex scene. I stopped watching before I got to a sex scene. I'm so confused. When was the sex?
1: Like there was two sex scenes and everyone kept saying it was like gossip girl meets sex in the city. And Really? I it was boring. Uh, disagree- yeah.
0: I thought but- it was so boring. That girl is dating Pete Davidson. I know, which I think
1: is hysterical because I've only known her from the show. And in the show, she's like this very, like I mean, proper. Like, like Brit- yeah, proper. She's like a, what's the word when you're like presented to the queen, a debutante. And oh. it's like Pete Davidson's like the opposite of that. Like to date him after, I don't know. it's just so yeah, funny. Yeah, to and date was, like, him. She really- doesn't want to get
0: typecasted. <laughs> yeah, she's like giving head in a 7-Eleven while he like rolls a joint. yeah pete davidson gets so much um pussy it's really remarkable i find it a little bit infuriating i mean ariana grande kate beckinsale uh this girl he was with um margaret what's her name's daughter for a little bit he is unstoppable i don't know if it's his energy his energy is the type of energy that I can't tell if it would put someone off or turn them on. I know Sammy, Mm -hmm. I I should ask her about this. Sammy's really attracted to be Davidson. Yeah. She thinks he's really hot. His I don't give a fuck attitude. I hate to say this, but I do feel like that same attitude wouldn't be as kind of applauded as cool if it was a woman who came on late night with her sleeves tattooed and said like I don't care if I say fuck on this show I think everyone would be like stop it. Yeah, T- take this seriously and I think that's something that like men still get to do a little bit of that women don't. I mean, I know Billie Eilish has an I don't give a fuck attitude, but as opposed to Pete Davidson, she's like incredibly talented. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I mean, he's not, he, look, he's funny, his stand-up's funny. He's not an impressionist. I I don't feel like he changes the DNA of SNL I'm not like oh my god is it a Pete episode I think he's not even in most of the episodes he's like hi half the time Bowen Yang got an Emmy nom I mean I love Bowen we have the same manager shout out to Kara Um, (laughs) and him and I did the Today Show years ago when we were first kind of getting a little bit of heat in the industry but you know it's kind of a weird he's not a heavyweight on that show what are the other Mm -hmm. shows that got nominated Queen's Gambit for a limited series People loved Queen's Gambit. You oh, love Queen's Gambit loved Queen's Gambit too. I loved Queen's Gambit. Not for you. I think no. I liked it a lot. But I think what happened was you watched it over quarantine with my parents. And sometimes <laughs> it's the chemical makeup of a room where you just have one <laughs> viewing experience that's like incredible. But then if you watched it anywhere else, it wouldn't hit you as hard. I think it was good. I think it was really impressive how they made chess like so sort of like. On your on the edge of your seat, suspenseful and interesting, yeah. you know. But I recently have been getting into The Handmaid's Tale, uh, which I know I'm late to the game. But it was like too depressing to watch during Trump's reign, and watching it now <laughs> at least feels like a little bit of a separation. Um, and I think it's like so, so good. Do you like did you watch I, the name still? I tried to watch the first
1: episode and I actually think I have like a stomach for I don't know, like real shit at times and I couldn't get past the first episode. Like I was so upset by the thought of it that I I literally haven't tried, but I want to because now everyone's talking about it and they're all
0: obsessed. The first, I mean, yeah, the conversation around it has definitely died down. Unless I'm just not talking to the same people, but the con, the the first episode I remember, I was like, oh, this isn't for me. And then I gave it a break for like two years, and then I watched the second and third episode, and I was immediately hooked. So I think you should mm-hmm. return to it. Yeah. Um, and then Emily in Paris, I can't believe that was nominated for an Emmy. I've never seen. Just because something was popular doesn't mean it should be nominated for an Emmy. <laughs> I don't understand. That was like the cheesiest, hokiest, stupidest show. I watched it and I liked it, but it was crap. It doesn't deserve an Emmy. Or I don't know. Is this a popularity contest or are we actually awarding something for being an impressive piece of like television? <laughs> because I'm serious. No, I you know. Have to I, li- to I never even good. watched
1: it because I watched like the Netflix trailer and I just didn't want to
0: like use my time to that. But everyone talked yeah. about it. I mean, and she's also, I didn't know this, which I should have, it should have been more obvious. I mean, Emily Collins, she's Phil Collins' daughter. Oh, I didn't put that together either. Yeah, so she probably got the job because she's incredibly talented. The flight attendant, I've never seen. I had an audition for today, book me. The flight attendant, did you watch that? You should
1: totally watch that. That was so good.
0: I gotta watch it. I gotta watch it. You gotta watch that. You would love that, Allie. Cross your fingers for my role in season two putting it out into the universe. I'm okay. manifesting. <laughs> Would really like that role. The Kaminsky Method, I've never watched because the name puts me off. And then never seen, <laughs> never seen. I feel like you're fake laughing. You always say this. You always just, say- just Just tell me right now. Is it fake laughing? I'm not fake laughing. I'm laughing
1: because I never really was interested in the Kaminsky Method either. And I just never thought, is it the name? And I was laughing because I guess it is the name. Because I never... I don't even know what it's about. I was It's It's about old people. It's just what it sounded like. I was just like, I don't want to watch that. It
0: sounds like the Kaminsky Method. Yeah, it's not for us. Um, And then, of course, Hacks. Which, have you watched Hacks? No. Why have I not watched anything? I don't know. It's kind of interesting that you wanted to discuss emmy noms knowing that you haven't seen any of them <laughs> hacks is awesome gene smart kills it um meg Stalter, hannah einbinder it's a really good show um i think you should watch it anyway okay. what was the the next thing you wanted to talk to me about something
2: well, not sure I have why. huge
0: news what i
1: have huge news rolling around the rumor mill is that Kravis? Not only are they engaged, Allison, but Courtney apparently is pregnant with Travis Barker's baby.
0: <laughs> OK, so here's the thing that I thought about that. Okay. She was so resistant to get with Scott. She was so resistant to marry Scott, I should say, that the fact that she's going to marry Travis, it's a little bit befuddling, befuddle. Um, however, there's something going on in the universe when someone is with you for like five, six years. They say one thing about themselves, like, I'm never going to get married. Then they leave you. The second person they meet, they are like, get married and have kids. That's something mm-hmm. that happens. And like, I was thinking about this when I read the Kravis news. I was thinking about when Sarah Silverman was dating Jimmy Kimmel. And I think she said this on her podcast. I mean, I knew they, they dated for a while because I was a big fan of her stand-up and she was dating him kind of earlier on in her career. She was dating Jimmy Kimmel and Jimmy Kimmel, I think said he never wanted to get married again, married again and never wanted to have kids again. He already had two kids from a previous marriage. And then when they broke up, he married the like who's now the executive producer of the Jimmy Kimmel show. They got married, Molly McNerney, I think her name is. And then they had two kids. Mm -hmm. And like that, it doesn't matter if the person is over it. Like I'm sure Scott is over Courtney in like a romantic sense. But I think that has to be really painful that like she for like 10 years was like, I'm not going to marry you. And then is with someone else who for whatever reason... She's going to marry him. And like that's just human chemistry and just a weird thing that happens when with one person something presents itself and you're like this is not possible. This is not where my life's heading. And then for whatever fucking reason with another person all of those possibilities open up and you suddenly are able to see yourself in a different way. And also I think it's interesting that they are both wanting to have children, if the rumors are true, just because Courtney's... I mean, it's not interesting. It's just... I guess it's not surprising, but kind of funny to watch just because Courtney's so obsessed with having children. So she says, Travis has two kids, that I'm sure the first thing they want to fucking do is have little, like, inked-up fetus babies. (laughs) Right?
1: I just can't believe it. But she was... Not that she was so adamant against marriage or anything like that. I just... To me, like, their relationship is so sexualized that now it's hard for me to think, like, oh, they're going to actually get married and have a baby. Why? To me, because she sucks his thumb and wants to bite him you... and Instagram. Like, I just am, like... So you it's... view
0: marriages as not sexual? No, not That's like that. That's interesting. I wonder what happened <laughs> to you growing up. Well, no, but stop. that is that is true. That you, That must be true that you correlate, like, sexual, intense sexuality with with some two people that aren't married that's yeah, not a behavior that like you would assume or like you know, an old maid no i don't think it's prudish i think it's just i think it's a common perception of marriage that like when you're married there's less sexual energy when you're married it's not but look if you're yeah, getting I don't married know. if you're getting to- married after seven months i mean not only is that a mistake but that's just a different time in your life to get married than being with someone for three years and sort of settling into a marriage or growing into a marriage. Yeah. I mean, to me,
1: they're just like going to Vegas and partying and like having crazy sex. And I was just shocked then that this morning. I don't it's like think they're you're having, engaged. I don't think they're having
0: such crazy sex. What? I really you, like you think it's all for show. They're instas? No, I don't think I've seen Courtney. Like, she's not having crazy sex. She's She's like a complainer. She's not like getting thrown up against a window and like fucked in the ass. She's like, ow, that angle hurts me. Like I just, I don't think, she's not, she's not gonna dirty talk. She has almost no verbal language skills. She's not, she doesn't look like someone who's like down for whatever. She seems like very particular. She seems like I just don't see her as someone who kind of has that spirit of just like I'm up for anything. When I think, wow, this person's up for every anything, I don't think a Kardashian. I think that they're they have their ways about that. Like I think it's just a bit of a a fake a fake thing. I don't know. No. Also, like Travis I think she like, is wild sex. Yeah, I'm sure you think that because you're constantly thinking about it. Like, what no, the I- fuck? You're such a lesbian for Kourtney Kardashian. You're like, oh, I know how <laughs> she likes to get fucked. Why are you such a lesbian for Kourtney Kardashian? I don't know. You really are. I know. It's really a little strange. Why? I just... It's just why Hey, she's my hall pass. Let me have her. That's what I'm saying. Like, why are you so obsessed with her? You're so captivated by her.
1: I don't know. I just, like, want
0: to, like, pick her up and have sex with her, I guess. I don't know what I want to (laughs) do. Oh, my God. I don't know why this is like so shocking for me to hear from you. I know. I know why. It's just very shocking. But Courtney, the other thing is like Travis, like whenever guys are like so leaning into that bad boy thing uh-huh. where I'm like he's wearing like a dog collar around his <laughs> neck and his like arms are covered in ink. I'm like, I think you're overcompensating for something like you could be a bad <laughs> boy without like drawing a fuck you sign or like a flaming cross all over your body. Yeah. Okay, I'm going to play. We're going to do some voicemails. We're going to jump into some voicemails. I'm going to start with one right
2: now. Hi, it's Jonathan calling again. This is my tense message, and I feel like you're screening me, and I don't appreciate that. I need your help. I've been dating a girl, and she's been pushing away, and I can tell. Um, I kiss her on the mouth. I kiss her on the tits, and I kiss her on the clips. And she says it just doesn't do anything for her, and now she wants to sleep in separate beds. She bought a Casper on Amazon Prime, and it's on its way to the house now. And this is urgent. I need to know what to do to give off those sexy vibes. Thank you. Goodbye. Call me back, please. Bye. <laughs> <laughs>
0: um, I like that the Casper's on the way to the house. Right now. you mentioned the brand. I love that. <laughs> I look. I think so. He said, "I'm kissed. I've kissed her tits, and I've... Uh, what did he say? Can you help he me?" He kissed that? the tits, the lips, and the clit. I how does and how does he prevent this this woman from wanting to sleep in separate beds? Yeah, how does he how does he get her interested? Um, I think that you need to stop paying her so much attention. And I hate to give that advice because in no way do I advocate for the poor treatment of women. But sometimes you really need to just act like you don't care about women. It's the only way to get women sometimes. And that's so sad. And I wish I could say, just communicate with her. Be super clear. Be honest. Express yourself. Don't do any of that. The only way to get, from my experience, one of the most surefire ways to get a woman is to just ignore her. And act like you have better stuff going on. And even better than acting like you have better stuff that going on is actually having better stuff going on. Mm-hmm. Because women are like moths to a flame if that flame is you being busy and jerking off to someone else. They just, they just want you to, they want, it's like, I think it's just like an evolutionary thing too, where we want to breed with the strongest like ape in the jungle and if you're an ape just like sitting on your ass kind of rolling around you don't have that many bananas we don't want to kind of like swing your way but if you're up in a tree eating all these bananas and all these other apes are kind of like hanging out around you you're mr popular we know we're going to be safe around you you're going to protect us you have community you have access to resources so be the busiest ape in the jungle that's my best advice don't worry about where to kiss her, or what to say, what to do. Just focus on you. As soon as you take that focus away, people are get drawn to you. What do you think, Jackie? I just think it's so sad that that will
1: probably work. Because yeah, it will work. <laughs> right. Totally. I mean... Totally work. Women don't like if you're just doting on them, waiting for them. And the sad part is you're probably really great to her, but how about you ignore her and then she'll come crawling back. She'll leave the Casper in the guest sounds, room and come crawling back. He sounds back. a little... A little nuts. So yeah, just, I wouldn't okay. say you're
0: so great. You sound a little a little unhinged, but <laughs> you sound like you have something to offer. You have love to offer. And you know what? In this day and age, in 2021, that's that's some real currency. All right, I'm going to go to another voicemail. Okay. All
2: right, so this is Chris. And, and I have a concern for me and the boys. We have this thing that we like to call leaky dick syndrome. You see, sometimes after, after the boys, you know, you'll know, take a pee it just keeps dripping out and it's especially hard for me because i'm uncircumcised so it just kind of stays in there um i've always uncircumcised uncir- uh, so that's not the same issue for him however um I-, I guess what the issue is is you know how do how do we do with that how do how do we clean it? Is, it is it weird to take some toilet paper and maybe like you know, dab some some of the drips out uh see that, that- that's an option but and some of the toilet paper gets stuck and left behind on, on the tip, and you know I can't really go around and have that. So you know sometimes you can use some towels or something, but you know people will use those, so you know it's not something I'd recommend anyway. However, just just love you, just just uh, want your opinion on it, Any maybe uh, some solutions. And the... I, I know you don't have one of those, but um, you know I just want to. I just want to. All right, bye.
0: So his dick leaks
1: after he pees. I love that he's asking us that, as if like we've dealt with this
2: before.
0: <laughs> his dick leaks after he pees because is it that the urine is staying in his like uncircumcised hoodie? Well, I thought he. Yeah, I
1: get. Yeah, I guess it's getting stuck in the turtleneck. I don't know why I have to go like that when I
0: say it. I can't just say the turtleneck. And so you know, I'm obviously I'm basically the farthest thing from a penis expert. Considering I haven't seen one in a. I haven't really looked at one in a long time. (laughs) I mean, really in in person. So I, Jackie, can you explain the difference between a circumcised and uncircumcised dick?
1: Does that mean out of the two of us, I am the penis expert? Yeah. Let's talk about it. The circumcised versus the uncircumcised penis. An uncircumcised penis from the little amount of Knowledge I have on them. You don't
0: have to say that. You've seen quite a few penises. Everyone knows your slot. <laughs> okay. <laughs> uncircumcised
1: penises have an, a hoodie or like a turtleneck. But in my opinion, uncircumcised not, penises have clothing. Yeah, they have clothing. They're wearing a sweater. And you can't really tell when the penis is erect because the sweater. Sweater comes off, but when the mm-hmm. sweater, when the sweater, when the penis is not hard, it's like a, you could pull it down. You could, it's it's literally a turtleneck. You could pull it up and that's pull it down, dirty. That and gets dirty. It gets dirty. So my assumption is that our leaky dick friend is getting pee stuck in his turtleneck. He must have a big turtleneck.
0: I don't think he has necessarily. I mean, he might have a big turtleneck. Can you just take off the turtleneck when you pee? Well, yeah, I
1: don't get why he can't just like pull it down, pee uncircumcised.
0: I have an admission to make that I'll make this guy feel less alone. Sometimes I think I I think I might have leaky pussy because <laughs> sometimes I pee and I dry. I think I dry. But you know what? I'll, I'll, be, I'll tell you the truth. I have a bit of a reputation for peeing fast. <laughs> and I pee fast. And I don't know why this is. But whenever I peed growing up and I would leave the bathroom, my mom would go. What did you whip it out? Did you have a dick in there? Did you whip it out? That's what my mom would say to me as a nine-year-old. She'd go, what did you whip out a dick? And I would look at her and I'd go, I don't quite know what you're saying. I'm a young lesbian virgin. But I think I was peeing quite quickly. And I would do a sort of one wipe swipe, leave the bathroom, and then it would still have a little trickle once in a while. And it took me years to realize I could eliminate that trickle if I slowed down. So maybe I'm gonna tell you the same thing. I'm gonna say, listen, (laughs) you're not alone. A lot of people drippity drip. Slow it down, and clean your turtleneck, just like (laughs) everyone else has to clean. Just like I have to clean my bonnet. Yeah, (laughs) you have to slow down. Why is it bonnet? (laughs) I don't know. What is it? What is it? Your vagina? If if your vagina was a piece of clothing, what would it be? A bonnet. (sighs) Like it would be like. A purse. Oh. Yeah, it's like a purse. It's so a I purse. clean my purse. And, you know, you have to, you have to, it's awareness is everything. A lot of men, shout out to Leah Bonama who does a great joke about this. A lot of men drip, drip after they pee, they get a little bit of pee on their pants. And you know what? It's okay. <laughs> you, can ch- you can change that. You You know, and is he referring to his friend when he says the boys or is he joking? I didn't know if the boys were the testicles. I couldn't tell about that either. But mm-hmm. he said the boy's uncircumcised. I was like, I don't know then what he you're Then he said one of them. So then I got confused too. I, yeah. It's funny how like men sometimes will like bring up their other friend to make them feel less uncomfortable. But it's like you sound more uncomfortable and also... Because you can't just like say it's for you. <laughs> like, why are you talking about your friend's penis? That's a little uh-huh. strange. <laughs> um, but I think a lot of... You know what I hate? I hate when men just sit... On, and I. I'm sorry, but... I can't even... I'm not going to say his name, Jackie. You know what I'm talking about. I hate when men hold their junk.
1: Do you know who I'm talking about? Of course I know who you're talking about. And I fucking hate that. It's disgusting. It's disgusting. Can you stop holding your penis and balls near me? Like while you're talking to me too. You're like talking to my mom. And all of a sudden I realize your like hand is cupping your sweatpants right above your balls. And I'm like, what the fuck are you doing?
0: Fucking scary. Like... Please stop holding your testicles and your dick when you're like hanging out around people's families. You don't need to have your hand in your sweaty sack of bananas, but I get it because like it's a sensitive place. You uh-huh. want to like protect you want to protect it. But like I don't know, like it doesn't placing, matter. Like pick a different place. Like wear some like
1: supportive briefs and and just know they're don't you don't got to protect them that
0: way. You don't got to hold just them break that meeting habit. my break grandmother. That, break that habit of cupping your testicles in your hand. <laughs> Is it your dick? Or, you know, it's your testicles, right? Because the balls are so sensitive. I think it's the testicles, but I'm with you. Stop cupping 2021. I wonder how sensitive balls really
1: are. I don't fucking know. Let's but just I go mean, around kicking a couple people, see.
0: Just the way that men talk about how much their balls hurt. I'm just like... Does it hurt that much? Or are men such pussies? Because men are such pussies. pussies. They have no pain tolerance. So they're like, oh, it
1: hurts. And I'm like, please. You don't even know what pain is.
0: Yeah. Like when people complain about stuff, I'm like, blood pours out of me every three weeks and puts me in a horrible mood. I bend over in agony as my uterine wall strips down and pours through my crotch. Give me a break. I've been waxing my asshole
1: since I was 14 years old.
0: Okay. (laughs) Okay. Don't fucking talk to me about pain. I, I mean, literally go into a room, a woman takes hot, hot <laughs> beeswax honey, pours it all around my vagina lips, and rips it off with duct tape before I was in seventh grade. <laughs> Don't talk You're to like, me about it. Don't pain. knee me in the balls. Shut the fuck up. Yeah, don't knee you in the balls. Are you kidding me? I'm bleeding from my blowhole. <laughs> from my bonnet. I'm bleeding from my bonnet. My <laughs> purse is leaking. It's so, <laughs> it's so true. But you know what? I had a girlfriend once, an ex girlfriend, who she would have such bad period pain. And, like, yeah, period pain is a real thing. You take Advil, you take use a heating pad, whatever. And she would like call out work. <laughs> and she would write to her boss because I think she thought it was like a feminist power move. She'd write to her boss being like, I'm having really bad period pain. I can't come in. And I think she <laughs> she like, she thought she was like rec- reclaiming the feminist narrative, just being like, yeah, pussy power. My <laughs> pussy hurts and I can't go to work. And I thought there was something really off putting about that. Like so weird. But, but maybe that's my like ingrained misogyny that I'm just like, Ew! Don't talk about that. Like I know audiences cr- audiences will cramp up like your thighs on the menstrual cycle when you bring up your bring up a period on stage. They can't handle it. Uh huh. But I don't know. Like, do you think that that's not appropriate? You wouldn't say that to your boss.
1: No, absolutely not. But I had a friend in middle school and high school who did the same thing. Like notoriously, I don't. I think she missed a week of school every single month. And one time, she got sent to the principal because my eighth grade history teacher found a bag of like mixed Advils and Tylenols and a leaves like in her backpack. And she was like, it's for my period. I'm in an immense pain. And she like looked like this little dreddy, sounds like- just like Selena. No, it's not. <laughs>
0: um,
1: but yeah, I don't know. Like some people love to be very like open and 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 not go to school or work, I guess for it. But
0: I don't know. I mean, you can't not go to school or work for it. You can't do that. That 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 would be a r- Oh God, that's funny. I mean, I remember in like middle school when they would have swimming units, the kids would say they had periods so they had their periods so they didn't have to swim because they were like at the age where it was like acceptable that they couldn't Uh use a
1: tampon. (laughs) Every single girl's menstrual cycle was synced that week. Like
0: everyone had their period because no one wanted to swim. No one it wanted to swim. was absolutely horrible. It was a nightmare. Shout out to middle school gym class. Okay, you guys, thank you so much for listening. Keep calling in with your voicemails. It's so fun to hear from you or write in on my stories with your questions and confessions. And we'll see you next Tuesday. Have a good weekend. Have a Bye. good week. Bye. Yeah.